going on, everybody? It's your boy Clue, the motherfucking Don, with another episode of Black Wall Music Podcast. Uh, currently, we are getting ready to have an interview live with uh, Jason Minifee. I uh, just waiting for homie. Actually, I was just seeing him tap in right here. About to get it popping. Um, before I bring him on to the stage, though, um, I just want to thank everybody, of course, once again, for coming through, uh, checking in with me every time. Um, I really appreciate all y'all's support. It is definitely not forgotten. It is not um, overlooked. And um, more so, you know, it's not just a support of me, but it's it's a support of these artists that um, I'm bringing on to the show. So with that being said, I'm going to bring on me on stage and uh, we're going to keep it going. What's good, family? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I can't play. Just got off the clock. Good, good. Where is it? Yeah, you rolling, rolling. Okay, okay, man. I appreciate you coming on to the show, man. Oh, no, I appreciate you uh, for having me on here. It's a blessing. Hey, for sure, man. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to keep it a stack, man. Um, I, I, I saw your music. I, I was, uh, you know, around on social media, Instagram, really. And um, I saw your music, and I immediately was, was drawn to the sound. And once I dove deeper into it, I'm glad I did. And, um, yeah, I was really, really impressed with what I was hearing. Um, but uh, before I get too deep in that, man, um, I have to ask you, uh, what was the first song you listened to when you woke up this morning? <laughs> it's gonna sound like some fucking uh <laughs> stubborn shit my some of my drafts and shit I gotta get mixed for the album. But if we going off like what's been out, like I listened to uh I listened to that certified boy today. So I listened to uh the track You Only Live Twice with Ross and Lil Wayne. Man, I, I feel like I feel like that's the that's the little Wayne that like we've been waiting to come back for a long time. Cause like I, I feel like, I feel like he opened up a lot on that track, like bar for bar for bar. You know, I feel like he just messes around that so much. No, yeah, I felt the same way, but I also just was like I looked at it from the standpoint of what Kendrick Lamar said, like on the uh track family ties with him, Baby King, with Kendrick was just like, you know, twenty twenty, like people went platinum because like then nobody set the bar for like, you know what I'm saying, what music should be compared to to be considered like good. And I feel like Wayne was hopping on everything just to stay relevant. But like his last two features, the one he did from Westside Gun was dope. And then this one was dope and I was like, damn. But anytime Wayne start rapping about some metaphors about being pussy or something about eating pussy, I know it's gonna be hard because that's Wayne. It, it, yeah, that is it. It's like when you hear that lighter flick, you know what I'm saying? You already know it's gonna yeah. be a level. But uh, but with that man, um, I gotta ask you. I was looking into a lot of your a lot of your craft, and um, tell me what is the poetic village? What I see you saw, you're one third of the poetic village. So I saw names like uh, Sultry, uh, Aaron James, uh, Nita Bean. I saw these names pop up. But can you explain to me what that is? So so uh, poetic village is like it's a collective of artists. We all come together to make dope music. Um, we all got similar backgrounds. And we all come from similar living situations, like, you know, poverty-driven neighborhoods and stuff like that. And we found that poetry was our way to, like, you know, escape things that we went through, traumatic childhood experiences, stuff like that. So we also go with this saying that it takes a village to raise a child. So, like, yeah. it came about with Poetic Village because poetry really helped shape and raise us. It kept and us away from, like, from? stuff we could have got in. And where are you from again? Uh, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Cleveland, Cleveland. Okay, okay. So, so did all y'all, uh, did, did y'all kind of grow up together? Or did y'all meet each other over time? Was these kind of like new formed relationships? 
So, uh, Soul Tree and Nita, like, we all, me and Aaron knew each other from working for the same place, but then also, like, his dad used to be the manager at a rec that I came up to when I was a kid. And, um, we've been to each other, but Nita and Soul Tree, we met them, like, through time. Okay, okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. So, like, how how was that chemistry with y'all? Like, do you feel like it's, um, is it on the level of everybody is there? Well, every well, y'all all definitely undeniably have your own voice and your own feel. But do you think that it would ever come to a place where it would be like a collective kind of like on a like a spillage village type of vibe? Mm. Uh, I do, I do. I think that within time, like, cause we bought a double project as a group, so within time. We're going to be, like you said, spill it, spill it, like, because we get a lot of comparisons to uh, uh, the group that had Ladybug in it. Uh, they got the hit song, I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. Yes. Yeah, we get the comparison to them a lot. We get the comparison to Tribe. Because, like, how we go about things, but... I, I think we can. I think we can. I think we will. It's just like we all have our own sound, and we try to figure out how to find sounds as one. Yeah, and I think that's, that's definitely the hardest part. When you, yeah, when you have so many different, so many different sounds, trying to find that place where it all meshes together. That's that's an art within itself. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, speaking on you know that sound, like, tell me about your sound. And I mean, I, and I have I have like two clips from uh from the from really the same the same two tracks that I've been promoting heavy because uh. You know, those are the ones, at least the one that you haven't released yet, uh, Brianna's Beyond, Ballad. Like, right, right. Um, yeah, like, tell me about, like, when you make your music, because, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of artists that I can listen to and I can tell that they definitely put a lot into making it. There's some people that you can just be like, oh, it was effortless for them. Like, honestly, I feel like there's some shit that I listen to with Drake and it seems very effortless. It seems like, but there's some shit that I hear with him, and I'm just like, okay, I, I think he might have really felt that shit. <laughs> you know, I feel like you feel everything that you do. So, like, what, what's your process when you actually are making the music? Hey, I'm going to be honest. Like, I mean, the music I make, I write music about, like, things that I've been through in my life or, like, situations with different women. Like, you know what I'm saying? I write about real life. So I just be going through stuff. And that's my way of like, you know, some people be like, oh, I'd be stressed out because of this. That's my therapy, like, according to the mic, writing the story out of what I'm going through, or telling the stories of others that I know that's about crazy wild shit. Like, that's that's how, like, I just, it's just, I go through some shit, I live through it, and I write about it. And then I always tell myself, you know what I'm saying, as long as you're being yourself and being relatable, people will, you know what I'm saying, love what you're doing, they can feel it. It ain't like you putting it on the front. I mean, can you tell me a little bit about your song, uh, Brianna's Ballad? I actually have a clip of it I can play, um, but if you tell me a little bit about that song and like what it meant to you, or what it means to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brianna was this shorty that I was dating um, like 2015. And like, before I started dating Brianna, I was dating uh, this, this other girl. And I broke up, me and the other girl broke up because of whatever. But Brianna was like, 
the one for me. But me as a man, I wasn't fully healed from the last woman I was messing with. So that song, I'm just really rapping about my mistakes as a man and the mistakes I made knowing that she was the one. And then me telling her and giving like her the, you know, the biggest, like, you know, you was a real one. But I'll let you go type thing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I respect that, and I and I and I hear, man. I definitely hear. And I mean, with that being said, um, I'm gonna go ahead and play a little small clip uh from the homies track, uh, Brianna's Ballad. Can I sing a lullaby inside your ear to alleviate the fear placed by the same one whose songs you love to hear? I'll admit it, wish it never ended. Maybe it had to be so we could set each other free. Oh, it's funny. This shit is amazing. <laughs> And I think stuff like that is what really catches me because I feel like when you really take the time to like add little different parts into the song, it's not just like straight bars, you know, you got little small interludes, you got, you know, other shit like that there. That's what's missing from a lot of uh, a lot of music these days. I feel like that a lot of artists are almost even so close to being really good, but they just don't have that part. No, yeah, and it's like the crazy part is like I was juggling. I was like, yo, do I really want to? Cause that, that audio is from like a real video that I still have in my phone. Like, and I found that on the home when I was like, yo, like I can put this in the song because this is me and her interacting. Like, it's so a part of me. Like, we like I'm being like a dickhead. Like, oh fuck your nails. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like being a dickhead. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, that that'll piece it together. Cause then when I come at the second part. Maybe it had to be to become a better you and me. We was young, you was in love, and I was dumb. Ignorance is bliss. I was going through some shit in life, but that was back then. Like, so it's like me trying to, you know what I'm saying? Me trying to get her back, in a sense. Yeah, that's. Some but real, then me also real. saying, yeah, real shit you could feel. Like, I don't know. I I don't be wanting to like shit on nobody else's art or music they do. But like you said, people don't be putting like people are like vulnerable nowadays. Everybody gotta be so like tough. Or like, you know, we live in this era where women are more masculine than the men and, you know, vice versa, like, and not to, you know, shun nobody for what they do or whatever, but we live in that era where people just don't show action or be vulnerable. And that's why everybody's music is sounding the same. Like, you're hearing the same, oh, I know this person, or I fuck this girl, or fuck these niggas, and they'd be like, damn, how much of this can we really keep hearing when it's not like they all rap and sound the same? Exactly. Exactly, and I and it's it's crazy, and I and I know, and I I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm, and I'm hopeful about a lot of shit when it comes to music. I think that that shit's gonna have its day. It's gonna end. It's gonna come to a stop. And I mean, it kind of goes in waves. You know, what I'm saying it kind of all goes full circle because eventually they're gonna get tired of that, and everybody's gonna want to be on some more of the real, you know, real deal hip hop. You know, then it's gonna go right back to wanting to be on more bullshit. So, <clears throat> I mean, I really feel like everybody has their day. Um, but uh, going deeper into your music, uh, one of your EPs, uh, one of the actually one of the earlier EPs, that I was actually able to um, able to find uh, the setback. So one of the tracks off of that one, um, the doubt, that was one of the ones that really stood out to me, and that was, um, I guess, really another track that I think that's real. I think that's I kind of nailed it. Like I think that's what what really was what caught me with you was your vulnerability, the way that you're able to open up on those tracks, and it's something that i mean like i said it's, it's something that's just it's missing and you don't really hear it until 
an artist has been out for a long ass time and then all of a sudden they drop that track and they be like oh yo he really finally opened up so it's like now to come out the gate like that is something completely different man so i mean not to over speak it um that that uh that um that ep the setback like how what was that about what what part of life was that so literally that was the part of life that i just came through like so before i before i get to like describing it like me like or everybody like you know like he was here like me rap rap and stuff like that like you know, i'm i'm talented at that but then i also can do like the slower down tracks, like the R&B tracks, the, the records for the ladies, the joints like that. Like, I could do that. So me telling that project setback was how me as an artist fighting myself and setting myself back through doubt. And then through the beginning with the Blue Moon Theory, like me not wanting to sacrifice rapping to do R&B and me being in my own head. Because, like, I don't know if you went to astrology, but, like, I'm a Libra. And, like, us Libras have a big thing with being indecisive, like really it's hard for us to make decisions so that's what the setback was really about like i was really talking about myself everything that i was doing at that time set myself back like i was down myself then 1-800 gimmicks like i was about to start doing that gimmick that we're talking about now yeah but then i had and saying you know what nah man like just keep being you your time coming because then i don't know if you hit to this artist his name Grant. he be with like uh he be around tde punching all of them from TDE. What, what was the artist's name again uh, his name Nick Grant, N I C K Grant. I want to say I might have heard a track from him, but like I, I'm not, I'm not extensively familiar. Nah. No, yeah, well, Nick Grant. I was talking to him, and I just asked him, like, I was just, you know, asking him a real question. I was like, yo, like, as a fan, but also as a human, like, how do you cultivate your tribe without, you know, what I'm saying, doing this silly shit that everybody else doing out here? And he just told me he was like, you know, be you. Right from the heart, don't be nobody else, and your tribe gonna follow you. And I took those words, made the setback, and it was up from there. And then I was like, damn, okay, cool. And then I just put out, I put out a, I put a snippet for this track called Taylor's Interlude, you know, some more and shit. Everybody yeah. loving that shit, like they, they loving it. Like everybody, like yo, like when is this, like yo, this what the fuck could do it to I'm like, damn, okay. So it's yeah, like the is important. Yeah, so that that's what it was. Like I was looking at it wrong. That's what makes setback. Because I was telling myself, like you you set yourself back. But I wasn't listening to myself, if it makes sense. Like I was yeah, telling myself you setting yourself back, but I wasn't listening to myself. And then like, I was just being honest, like like for real. Like I was just me being as vulnerable as possible. Like that's really how I felt in that moment recording that song. Like, everything I said in that song was really how at the moment. Like, you know, like, who's going to be there for me? You know what I'm saying? The way I'm there for everybody else, when they down they show, but as soon as I down myself, nobody's in my corner. Like, hey, bro, you you got it. It's, it's good. It's just me. That's kind of that's kind of like that check on your strong friend type shit. You know what I'm hey, saying? Who, who, who checks on the right. strong friend? Yeah. I, I feel Check the friend that always cracked the jokes and, you know what I'm saying, making sure everybody else is good. Nobody. I feel that. And um, and I think with that being that strong friend, I, I felt a lot of conviction, or not even necessarily conviction, but I almost felt the, I would say the pressure in your delivery with uh, with Block Blues, 
and even seeing like even even before I fully even listen to the song for one, I love when artists just do shit that makes sense. So when your album art kind of made that makes sense to your actual song, so it like it tells people, you know, I, I sometimes I see artists. I mean, and I'm not trying to doubt anybody's thing. I'm not like I said, it, it it's what makes sense to me. It might make sense to other people, and that's completely fine. But sometimes like when I see things. <clears throat> Then I hear it, and it's not like anything. What you know, what you showed, it, it, it it's, it's kind of throwing me off. But anyways, uh, right. with, the, with the track "Block Blues," man, um, I have a, I have a snippet from that one as well, man. But uh, can you uh, give me a little bit more detail on that song, and um, like you know, where like, where that came from? You know, one thing I've realized. That while I'm enjoying my day, going about my whereabouts. You know, pushing P. I like to listen to the smooth melodic voice of Pooty Motherfucking Dog on Country Family Podcast. You listen to your own music? Because I know that he is utilizing that mic swap technology. You want to know about mic swap? Check the link in the bio. So Block Blues was uh man, it was like after the incident that happened with George Floyd, Major McClan, I'm just like, yo, like me being a black man, seeing this shit and seeing this shit since I was a junior high school, Trayvon Martin got killed. I was like, yo, like, will this ever change? Will like is 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 this really just reality for us as minorities and black men? And then I was like, damn, like, how can I put that into a song? And I heard that beat, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, hit the producer up, like, hey, what's up? And then send it through, and I just, I was like, I got to have a crazy punchline to start this verse off. And that's why I just came up with the off the top, like your favorite wrestler. They're not these lines, not actors. Huh. More force bastards. Go think by slaying the masters. Come on with the winners. Don't look back, niggas. How they get you? So keep your head up. Tough times ahead of us. Never let up when you down and out. Pick your pep. Let it lead. Like blood on leaves. Hanging tight, boy. Like noose on trees. Like, and I was just like, let's go. And I went through that whole thing. It was just like, fuck it, let's go. And I was just yeah. like, all right. So this is this is just how I feel. Be from the hood and the blue that you see every day on the block. Real shit, man. Hey, let me go ahead and play this clip from that, man. She, let me go ahead and run that. And preach that stuff I had to get over. Letting things go, you don't got control over. Remember filling up my cup until it runneth over. A tough lesson, sometimes you don't get closure. And yet we still in search of what we may never find. So in response, I fill every line as if yours was mine. Closure, something that's hard to find. Don't mind letting our battle scores shine. After the crack era, these effects last forever. Man, I should have chopped those up a bit better because I was really starting to get into that one, man. But yeah, man, like, like I swear, like I, I feel like uh, listening to your stuff, man, and um, it's you know it's one of those things that I hear and I'm just like, why, why do more, why are more people not like on board with this? Why are more people not banging this shit? on a daily because <clears throat> when i when i reach out to artists when i'm when i'm interested in, in talking to an artist i like i literally like i you know i really go into y'all's music and mm-hmm. 
you know, because it, it, I mean, it doesn't make any sense unless I did, you know, saying like, you know, then it'll be, right. I would just be kind of covering surface level shit. And it's like, I could have called you on Instagram. We could have talked about that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like um, there's a, there's a certain level that, um, that, you know, say you're able to tap in with, uh, where do you find your inspirations when you're actually like, right, like making your music and when you're getting your, uh, just your vibe, I guess. Uh, honestly, inspirations, like, they just come from, like I said before, like, just everyday experiences of life and, like, just seeing shit and how the world works, instances, and then, like, just events from life, like, relationships, like, whether that be with a girl, as in, like, me and her together type shit, or just, like, friendships that go bad left, or shit that happen to friends. I mean, I find myself really, like, I just listen to like a lot of like music that resonates on a higher frequency vibration than low frequency. Like I have not listened to the radio station in probably like ten years, bro. Okay, okay, you did that. Like, as a, I, I don't listen. Yeah, like I just feel like the radio don't they don't shine light on the the solution. They shine light on the problem. So like. I just, oh, and like when it comes to artists, I find inspiration from listening to like, you know, Daisy, Nas, Cole, Kendrick, Pop, Drake, like, you know, shit like that, Wale, Boss. Yeah. Like, like, just listening to other artists and just, you know, making my own niche from what they do. Seeing how they move and, all right, let me add this to my tour. So, coming into the game, have you felt like it's been like welcoming? Um, have they have they kind of like you know been like open arms? Is everybody kind of like you know make your own lane? How is it? Um, this is how I really feel though. I feel the people who like who own that I know that's artists, and I'll be like, hey, let's. They be like, oh yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. But I feel like they just be knowing that like if I let him, if I let my fan base hear him, are they gonna listen to me again? So it'd be like, it's kind of like, it's not closed arms, but it's not open arms, but it's like cost arms. Like, yo, yeah. like, it just be out of fear rather than like, damn, like this person is really dope. Let me you know, link up with him. But uh, it is a couple artists who uh, I've been linking up with outside my like, that's been open arms, like showing love. So, you know what I'm saying? You got your people that's going to show you love, but then you're going to see more hate than you see love. For sure. Like I said, because I always got this quote, remember how they treat you for the one who's calling your name, like. That's how I go about things. Like, I remember everything. So, the ones who got their arms crossed, I was like, oh, yeah, I got you, and it ain't fall through. You're going to have to see me when I, when I ain't opening the door anymore, and I'm the person that owns the building that you're trying to get in. You feel like any of those relationships, or have you had any relationships be severed, like, you know, as you went through your musical journey? Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. One of my close friends, that person doing music, and they, like, they sign all that, like, Signed to a major label, all that, you know what I'm saying? And before, we was, you know, locked in. And then when they got that, they just forgot. They just pushed, pushed me to the side, and I was like, oh, that's how it is. She was like, fuck it. You think there's any, like, you think there's anything room for repair there? Like, like going, like, going uh, full Yeah, it, it always is, because I'm trying to short, like, like me, like me, person not beefing or nothing. It's just like I know what it is. 
For sure. Yeah. 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 So it ain't no beef. It's just you know. Cause some people take that like, shit yeah. personal, you know. Like like when one person gets up and doesn't take the other. Like don't get me wrong. Like I feel like that's a very valid. I think I think it's very valid. Like I probably would have been the same way. Like a word. I bet. But some people would literally hold it so much to a point where it would be a grudge and like you know what I'm saying like there would be no point of reconciliation and shit like that. So, you know. No hell no. Yeah, cause y'all getting away with grudge, man. Like, I don't know how much time we got in our sand capsules. Like, we could be holding a grudge, and you and you go not here the next day, or I'm not here. It ain't that serious. It's just like you know, you made a decision you had to make, and you decided to, you know, push it to the side. But when the whole world is hearing me, and the whole world know who I am, don't be trying to make it seem like we all buddy buddy. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is... So that's how I look at everything. Like, like, oh no, I just, I just got a chip on my shoulder, you know, because I know like a lot of people who get, who get love and I don't hate on nobody art, but I'd be like, damn, like, yeah, they dope to y'all, but like, I'm way better than them. They got y'all in it, like, I'm way better than them. You know, simple stuff like that. That's why I'm saying, like, I just can't wait till my, like, I'm, cause I'm doing this album in February. It's gonna be one of those in your feelings type albums, like, you know what I'm saying, like. Mixture of how many lanes I could really drive a Mercedes Benz in. Like, that's how I'm coming. Like, it's not just going to be that conscious rap. It's going to be me being consciously telling stories through different forms. Like, For sure. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, 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 on, I'm on it. So, say this album is like, uh, you know, not just say, I'm wishing that this album fucking go, comes out. And it just it just fucking takes off and it goes fucking platinum. With that shit happening, what do you think you would do? What do you think your first big move would be? Or what would uh, you do once this shit goes platinum? I'm really I'm really sending you those vibes, bro. I appreciate it. Man. When it when it does go when it does go big or go platinum, either or hit you up for the first exclusive interview. And you up for the first exclusive <laughs> interview. Hey Hello. Appreciate that, G. <laughs> that's love. That's love for sure. You the first person. Well, you the you the first person that reached out to me. But then it's crazy how the universe works. Right after you reached out to me, uh, this podcast called Digging in Crates. Damn, like Greensboro, North Carolina, they hit me up. Like, hey, we love how you are. And I was like, oh, okay. No, yeah. So I was like, okay. So also first one I'm doing first interviews with. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, like that's outside cool. of that, that's man, cool. take care of the family. Take care of the family. Get some land. Make dope ass music. Ain't no slowing down. Oh, that's simple, right? You know what I'm saying? And and it that's that's essentially like that's that's essentially all, you know what I'm saying? All it's really about. You know, I, I had that realization you know, the other day. I was actually I was actually talking to my wife and I was like trying to really like, like do I really wanna be rich or famous or super you know super crazy rich or do i just want to be you know i have enough money where a motherfucker can't tell me nothing and right. i can do what the fuck i need to do and take care of me and mine you know what i'm saying and right. um and i yeah so I, I feel like that's you know as long as motherfucker the first thing people try to do you know what i'm saying is make sure that you know they just take care of themselves man and um hopefully as people are going through every, anything and everything that they're going through Cause I feel like it's so it's 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 different for artists these days in my eyes. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but it's different for artists these days when it comes to um, putting yourself out there. Cause with social media and everything, like anybody can see your shit. 
versus before you had to have like a lane you had to have like a hey can you put me on hey can you slide this tape versus now you can hit somebody up directly and if they just happen to click on your message then they got your message type shit you know so i i mean are you what like what kind of path are you are you uh more so on as far as um you know i guess trying to trying to come up like are you trying to say are you going to stay on the independent range um are you are you even still considered an independent artist um i did see something about uh gorilla monsoon um i wasn't sure um if you were under a label or anything like that but like well yeah what is your path you want to stay independent or be with a label so to find your path um gorilla monsoon is a, a label that uh started with me and my brother when we was like like 18 uh LLC on a label but that's like something I rep when I'm putting out music kind of like how uh you know Kendrick did TDE I'm always yeah. that yeah so like that's what it is I'm an independent artist though like I don't I'm not signing no labels this ain't no you know ain't no chance to rapper type shit you know I ain't gonna tell you I'm independent but you know I'm getting help from a different people shit so I don't uh, independent ain't, ain't, ain't no shot you know, so chance, but oh, a lot I mean, of rappers be saying they're independent, though. You know, but they don't be independent for real. They be like, oh, yeah, I'm independent, but, like, you got them working yeah. with you. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like independent for real, for real, like, it's literally, I paid my money to get to the show, get in the show, get a spot on the show, and probably ain't getting paid for the show. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we'll all hope to eventually, you know. But man, uh, no, how, that's how has that been? Like with the pandemic shows and shit. Like, have you done anything? Like, have you done anything on the digital uh, front? So I got a visual with the group, uh, Poetic Village. We got a visual out for 22 questions. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I was going to start doing shows right when 2020 came. Like, at the beginning, I was like, yeah, all right, bet it's time to start doing shows. And then the pandemic happened, and I was like, oh, it'd be like fuck? that. <laughs> Oh hey. man! But that gave me more time to like get more ideas, and you know what I'm saying, get more things in order. I think pandemic was a blessing more than it was a curse. Cause the pandemic, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the pandemic produced uh, the setback shit. So it was a it was more of a gift, and a blessing than it was a curse. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like some of my best music was made within the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta look at it. You gotta look at it, how you look at it, you know? And I, and I mean, you know, I was actually talking to my sister about that the other day. She was like, I refuse to have a negative outlook on 2020, you know, with the whole pandemic and everything like, and, um, and, you know, we all went through different shit. I feel like there wasn't a person that I knew that didn't have some type of setback in some sort of way in 2020. Like it just seemed like, everybody had an L in some sort of way but um yeah she was like I refuse to look at it as a negative way because and uh so many things were produced from it and I mean it's like even looking back at my business it's like yeah I, I created my LLC in the midst of the pandemic you know but a whole bunch of other fucked up shit happened but I also created my LLC so it was like you know what I'm saying like let me you know be happy about that shit man um so yeah facts. I, that's facts big facts you gotta take the you gotta take the fun uh the blessings with the curses too because everything ain't always be uh you know what i'm saying perfect that's real that's definitely real man 
But uh, well, with that being said, man, last question I have for you. Um, what advice do you have to um, to any other artists that are either in your position right now or probably not even as established to the point like, you know, you know, they got the ideas. They haven't put it down yet. They got it down. They haven't uploaded it yet. You know, what, what advice do you have to them? So honestly, man, the best advice is honestly don't second guess yourself with your music. So like, whatever you creating, let the world judge your music more than you because you're going to be your biggest critic. Your music could be perfect, but it's always going to be something you hear and be like, oh, I can do it this way. And the fans might love it when you got it, and then you flip it, and they don't like it. So it's just like put out what you want to put out and let the critics come from or the criticism come from the fans because they're going to let you know if the music's good or not. And that was one of my problems when I first started. Like, I wanted my shit to be perfect. I was a perfectionist like a motherfucker. I said, oh, it's going to be perfect. I ain't let nobody hear it. And then when I put out something that I wasn't so sure of and everybody, like, was like, yo, this fire. And I was like, oh, shit. And then the following came because, like, man, I remember my first Instagram I had, I had, like, 4,000 followers. I had big DJs following me, all type of shit. Then my Instagram got hacked and all that extra shit. And I had to start over. And, like, the page I got out from me started over in January this year. And I'm at the 1,000 following stretch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm growing the fan base organically all over again. And I'm almost there. And I almost gave up because of that. Like, losing that Instagram with all them damn connects and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, now it's just like, you know what I'm saying? My, my advice is just, man, just be you. You know, if as long as you write from your heart, nobody can never like question you like, or be like, "Oh, what do you mean this?" Or you just you ain't this ain't something you really hear. If it's stuff in your heart, you know it. You know what I'm saying? You know it. Sure. If they can feel your music, you know you're doing something right. Like you can't you can't come out here trying to write about something you never did or write or whatever, sing about things you never did because people can tell. No matter how great you are, putting on the front, people can change. Yeah, people oh. can tell. I'm so glad you said this shit, man. Cause God, like, it's it just it's it's hard. It's it's really hard. But you know, I I just yeah. I'll, I'll I'll land that there, man. But um, with that being said, bro, I really appreciate you coming on to the show, man. It's been a really dope conversation, man. Uh, constant exchange, and um, yeah, man. Like I said, uh, yeah, you you gonna do this shit, man. Yo, I'm looking forward to your release, bro. And um, yeah, man, you gonna be keep it going, bro, for real. I appreciate you having me, man. Already, man. But yeah, I appreciate everybody for tapping in today. Once again, this is Clue the Motherfucking Don with another episode of Black Wall Music Podcast with the homie Jason Minifee. Tapped in with me. Man, it's been a dope-ass interview. Um, this interview will be uploaded. Um, of course, it's going to be on Facebook and YouTube right now, but it will be uploaded to all podcast streaming platforms by the end of the night. So, hope y'all have a great evening, man. Once again, I appreciate you, bro. No problem. I appreciate you, too.